Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living a Course in Miracles. This is season four, and it's called The Journey. Episode eight, love, part two. Welcome back. Welcome to The Journey. The Journey series is a continuation of the book's teachings with more added life journeys and experiences to share. I started the first of this four-part series on love in my last episode. When choosing the topics to discuss, I felt that the understanding of this world perception of love would be a great topic to explore. This week, I begin the first of three interviews. Each interviewee will give their perception of love from their vastly different perspectives. Each interviewee will get basically the same questions. This world love brings so much pain and feelings of loss. With a shift in perception, it can all be changed. The love we were originally given is quite different than the feeling of love we understand in this world. Imagine never feeling grief when someone has passed on. Imagine never feeling hurt or abandoned when a relationship does not work out like you wanted it to. And imagine never feeling miserable when you lose something that means the world to you. The original love has zero feelings of loss, grief, misery, or loneliness. This world love is attached to bodies and things, period. Bodies and things are not what love is supposed to be about. It was supposed to be about an eternal connection that never ends and is always with you no matter what happens in this world. I have a five-year-old sitting beside me, wondering when it's her time to talk. So we're going to get this started. Good morning, Alexis. How are you today? I'm good. I'm just coloring on your pictures and then I'm just sharing my her markers, her favorite markers. That's true. Nana has given you her favorite markers. Do you remember that I asked you to do my podcast with me? What's a podcast? What's a podcast? It's when we're talking and people get to listen to us talking. That's great, isn't it? Hello, I'm Alexis. I'm just coloring around. <laughs> Good for you. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions. So these questions are going to be about love. So here's the first one. What does the word love mean to you? <laughs> um, I love Brad. I love Mommy. I love Sophie. I love Daddy. I love Taylor. I love you. I love Connor. I love whiskey. I love mommy. I love grandma. Okay, so there's all these different people that you love. And how does love feel? Like, what do you think love looks like? A heart. A heart. And what does it feel like? Feels like I'm really sucky. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're really soft? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And. Is it possible in this world to love everything and everyone? Yes. Do you love everything and everyone? Yeah. Why do you say that? Not in every world, just in Canada. Okay, just in Canada. But why do you say that you love everyone and everything? What everything? Well, do you have things that you love? Yeah. Do you have favorite things? Yeah. What are they? They're special things. Oh, what special things? They're, they're toys. 
Do you have anything else that's special to you? Everything is special to me. Oh, okay. So you don't have anything that's more special than anything else? Yeah, Sophie's being really pretty loud there. <laughs> but okay, Sophie aside, do you have anything that you have that's more special than something else? Yeah. Now I'm going to put the lid on in color when you finish when I'm finished talking. Okay, that's good. So I have one last question for you. If a magical fairy could give you the biggest wish about love, what would you wish for? I would wish for a slide and a swing. <laughs> That's what you want for Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, when are those wishes going to come? Oh, do you want to tell everyone what kind of wishes you're talking about? Yeah. What did we do with wishes? We did. Um, We, we did. The megaphone saw. <laughs> yeah, so what did we do? We got wishes from where? Where did we get the wishes from? The store. No, we didn't get them from the store. Nana got them from um, a plant that gives off these little floaty wishes. And we gathered them up. And then what did we do with them? We um, put them up in the air. That's right. We let them go. And you made some wishes on those, didn't you? Do you remember what wishes you made? Yeah. Are they there now? Are they where? Are they in the backyard now? No. The wishes went up in the sky and went away. So where'd they go, do you think? I don't know. Oh. So why are you thinking that they might come back to us? Yeah. Okay. Well... When we make wishes, we put something out to the universe, like it's like a prayer or an intention, and we put it out hoping that that prayer or that wish will be answered. Who do you think answers that? Us. Ah, we answer it. How come? Why do you think we answer it? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well... Thank you very much, Alexis. I just wanted to ask you those few questions. I know that you're anxious to do other things, so we're not going to take too much more of your time. So do you want to say goodbye to everyone? Yes, almost. You're going to say goodbye? But Goodbye, everyone. Awesome. Okay. So a five-year-old's perspective on love is the best reminder of how it all started. The special relationships and specialness are, are kind of there for her because she's been told about what specialness is. But when she talks about love, there's a sameness. Her perspective is based on sameness and connection at this point. She sees the main people in her life as having an equal part in love. Love has no beginning and no ending. Those words are used in marriage ceremonies all the time. Yet do we really understand what that means? I think it means it's just there. It has no overwhelming significance like we think it should. We think love should feel like the most amazing thing ever. And it can, but it, it sorry, and it can, but we can't make it be greater for one person than any other person. And if we do so, that's giving it degrees or intensities. That was not the original plan. That is the ego's insecurities and fears. 
Alexis's perspective shows us that love starts out on an even playing field until this world and our egos change it into something that is misunderstood. Self-love is the first step to finding our God love again. If we love the person we are in this world, then loving others will be much easier and no longer laced with our own perceptions of what we want it to be. Thanks for listening. Two weeks from now, on Sunday, December 27th, I will upload episode nine, Love Part Three. This will be the second of three interviews. I'll interview a wonderful friend of mine named Laura. This is not the reverend that I interviewed before. Laura is a woman in the 50 to 60 year old range, and I gave her these questions to ponder. First, much like Alexis's questions is, what does the word love mean to you? Second, how does love feel? Third, is it possible in this world to love everything and everyone? And fourth, the course says that we do not truly understand what love is, that in this world, we have put many conditions and made up special relationships in the name of love. What are your thoughts on this? We will listen to her perspective and perceptions on love in two weeks. Remember, this is our journey. Let us keep finding our way. Live in this moment. It is the only one that truly matters. Love always. Denise.